Well, let me welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Um, you know what? Nope. Just we're just digging. We're just digging in. Um, um, as far as you know, week four of our of our off season uh, winter workout program. So you know, guys are guys are are you know fighting. I told them, man, this is the middle. This is the hard part right here, man. This is these are the dog days of the off season where you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta anchor in. You gotta get ten toes on the ground, and you gotta be singly focused on you know just getting yourself better in the weight room right now. So. Sounds good. Well, let's get here before we dive into people's individual questions. Your overall thoughts on the Super Bowl? Man, um, great game. You know, and and we wow, we've been doing this show for seven years and seven years. Some yeah. of the things, some some of the things I say on this show, people are like, man, I've heard that before. If we have new listeners, at that level, you know, when you're playing in a Mayak game, it's going to come down to about eight to ten plays in a game. And the NFL is going to come down about four to six plays in the game, and, and it came down to four to six plays in the game. Obviously, I wish the Eagles would have came uh, came out on the other side of it, but hey, man, such is life. Um, I, you know, and again, I'm, I'm an Andy Reid fan, but I'm, I'm at heart an Eagles fan, and I wish we could have won it. But you know, hats off to Andy. You know, he's got two. Um, he's one of the elite coaches to ever to coach. So it, it was a good game. It's just a couple plays that were controversial, which I'm sure someone's going to ask about on this show, and. We'll see what we'll, we'll dive into it. You always have a great lead in, Coach. So let's start with Dan, who says, everyone seems to think that that holding call by the refs was lame, but James Bradbury said he was guilty of the infraction. So what say you? Yeah, it, and you know what? For him to step up and, ta- and to own it, I mean, that's what you want to hear. But the more and more I watched it, I mean, they showed it about 18,000 18, times. I mean, I don't, it, that's just a tough call to make in that situation. I think you got to let them play. And let that one go. So, and just even where the ball was thrown, was it was it was it catchable? If he didn't grab him, that little tug, I don't think that little tug would have you know affected the where that ball was at. So that was just a little disturbing. But that's part of the game. Man. I've seen it happen out here on Saturdays where it's like, wow, they really called that. So, not to blame the refs. And the refs got hey, check this out. The refs got so many calls right. I want to make sure that you know we're, this is not this is the Coach Taylor the Taylor made show is not bashing referees. Okay, this, that's a tough job. It's hard. They get a lot right, but. Unfortunately, the ones that could be fifty-fifty, or or ones that they blow and mess up, and that's what those are the ones everybody cares about. So, Ray says you always talk about there being three or four or five plays in a game that are the difference between winning and losing. What do you think were those plays in the Super Bowl? Wow, Ray, is, somebody listens to the show, Rob. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, I think the punt, the, the punt return, uh, the punt return really, really, really flipped the field. Um, Jalen Hurts fumbling the football for for a touchdown, can't, just can't happen, and he'll tell you that. Um, and then that um, um, the, uh, the 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 late fifty fifty call, which I think is fifty fifty, but that pi that they called, like those are some critical critical plays in the game right there. Just off the top of my head, that I that I think about that you know really affected that game, man. And I mean, and and then Andy, I thought I thought Kansas City did such a good job in the red zone with their red zone offense, man. That was really well designed. Hats off to Eric Bieniemy and um, and and Andy Reid, obviously, man. For those guys designing them plays, I thought that was they they were really slick. So, Henry would like to know: Were you surprised Philly was not able to run the ball better? No, no, absolutely not, man. If you're talking about the NFL, that's the best of the best in the, in in the the biggest game. I mean, people are gonna raise, people are gonna raise their games up, man. So no, it didn't, didn't surprise me. Um, it didn't surprise me. I, you know, it was interesting to see Jalen Hurts, you know, get loose as many times as he did. Um, but you know, I thought he, I thought the, I, besides that one play, 
him fumbling and they take, them picking it up and going for a, um, the touchdown. I thought the, I thought the young man represented himself and played well, you know. So, well, Jeff Greg, I hope I'm saying this right, name right, but he says, "How do you see Shane Steichen? Is that the way that's said? Doing an indie? I believe the so. offensive coordinator. Okay, how do you see him doing an indie? You know, um, one is good. You know, he got an opportunity. It's just different sitting in that. It's different sitting in the in, in that chair. You know, it's so many different things. It's so many things coming at you, and I can only imagine at that level. You know, now you got a lot more support staff than we do at this level, but there's so many things that are coming across your desk. You know, and it'll be interesting to see if he's going to call plays. Is he going to have an offensive coordinator? All those things matter. So, you know, you pull him for him. The guy got a job. He came out of Philly. You know, it'll be interesting to see if Philadelphia elevates Brian Johnson um, up to the offensive coordinator spot, which, I, you know, obviously I'm not in the building, but that would seem like – that's a natural progression. I know he works closely with the quarterback, and the quarterback had a good year. But it'll be interesting to see how the, the, the new Indianapolis coach does, pulling for him. Um, so we'll, we'll see. just depends. He'd also like to know, how do you think this hurts the Eagles offense next year, especially the progress of Jalen Hurts? Yeah, that, that's yeah, – we're, we're going to find out. Like I just mentioned the name, Brian Johnson, who's on that staff, who I know works closely with Jalen Hurts. So it'll be interesting to see – how much of Brian's uh, fingerprints were on Jalen, or how much of the, um, the 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 offensive coordinator who just left fingerprints were on it? So we'll we'll, we'll find out. Time will tell. Um, so time will tell. Omar says Eric Bieniemy has interviewed for twelve different jobs. They say this guy has to be a head coach next year, don't you think? Yeah, that's a touchy situation for me um, because one, I remember him as a player um, at Colorado, very good, and then obviously um, his coaching career, he's you know he's done well. Unfortunately, you know, at times, man, like I think he's getting pigeonholed a little bit. You know, maybe he's being under Andy Reid, maybe some things that have happened that we don't know about. But, you know, for him to not have a job right now, it, it, it baffles me. Um, so what he might have to do, and he probably doesn't want to do this, is go somewhere else, you know, where there's not a decent, where there's not an offensive-minded head coach. You know, um, I've heard the Redskins, and I don't even know who else who else has a defensive-minded head coach. Maybe uh, Seattle out with um, – with um, Carroll, but maybe getting with a defensive head coach and quote unquote proven you can do it without an offensive minded head coach, man. I, I'm, I hate to say that, but that's the honest truth. I mean, that's that's how I feel because that's a touchy situation for me because I think he's really good. And I don't think he's getting the opportunities that he that he that he should get. So, you know, that's interesting because I always thought Sherman Lewis was a guy who should have really gotten a head coaching job, but people always kind of credited Mike Holmgren being the head coach. Mm. Is why Sherman Lewis has so much success, I, and I, I hadn't really thought about it. maybe Eric Bieniemy is getting that same kind of label mm. as Andy Reid. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, I can see. Yeah, yep. Uh, Tony says, Coach, I now switch to the draft. <laughs> so there are lots of analysts out there who think the Bears are going to select another quarterback. Don't you think Justin Fields deserves some time to prove that he deserves that he is a good quarterback, especially with real <laughs> players? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, the little bit I saw Justin Fields, and I thought, I thought he could. I thought the next progression for him is to to, to do what Jalen Hurts did this year. So, you know, I don't know. But again, right, Rob, we're not in the building. We don't know what's going on with the Bears organization. So, kind of sit back, and then that's the exciting part of the off season is the trades and the draft, and you know what coaches end up where. So we'll we'll see. Ollie would like to know what were your thoughts on the halftime show. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, halftime show. Halftime show. I thought I thought I thought Rihanna represented herself well. I thought she did good and a lot of energy. I've always been a Rihanna fan though, so I mean, you know, I was you know, I was I was excited 
Um, I don't, again, I'm just, this is, this is, you know, just my opinion. I thought last year with Dr. Dre and Snoop and 50 Cents and I think Mary J and um, I'm not sure if Eminem and Kendrick Lamar, I thought that was a little better, but this one was really good. I thought, I thought Rihanna did a good job and, and she all, she actually revealed that she was pregnant, man. So I thought that was kind of cool too. So Carl would like to know, where do you rate Jalen Hurts among the top quarterbacks now? Ooh, man, I should have been ready for that one. That was a good one. Um, I'd say, wow, just off the top of my head, off the top of my head, I'd say he's, he's, he's in the top five with Mahomes. Uh, I still like, I mean, I know people are going to be, and it's definitely in Viking land that we're, that we're in here, Rob, that people are going to be mad at me here. So I think Rodgers is still up there. Um, so let's see, Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen from Buffalo, the guy from the Chargers, I think his name is uh, Gerhardt, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember his name, but the Chargers quarterback. And I think Hurts, after the body of work that he did this year, I think he's he's right there at five, man. He, he, he did a good job this year. I agree with you. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, Phil says, what do you think of Aaron Rodgers taking this retreat where he is going into some kind of sensory de- de- deprivation tank? Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about I don't know much about that. I know it's another off season, and Aaron Rodgers' talk is 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 going again, man. That's all I do know. So <laughs> we'll see. I, I I have heard that the Jets have shown some interest, but I don't know if it makes sense to go out to go that way. So we'll see. Next up is Jerry says, "I know everybody's talking about the NFL, but let's get a little recruiting update from you, Coach. What's happening with the team in the off season right now?" Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, got like as Rob and I were talking offline, we got a big recruiting weekend coming up. Um, you know, we're we're sitting right at about we're a little bit less from a number standpoint of where we were at last year, but we still got a lot of meat on the bone. Meaning, we still have a lot of recruits that are still trying to figure out you know where they want to be. So I feel good from that standpoint. It's not like we're in a situation where it's like we only have twenty kids left. You know, like we're we're in a situation where we're still we're still dealing with probably close to. 60 guys for, I can tell you right now, 60 guys. We want to bring so for about 26 more spots. But we feel good about that ratio. We feel really good about the ratio. So it's going well. We've gotten some big gets. We got a good big get out of Southern Minnesota two days ago, which I'm long body kid, man. It's got to be on the edge of our defense for us. I'm really excited about that young man. So, yeah, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Let's jump into something Coach Taylor and I were talking about before the show. Carol says, looks like the women's basketball team is right back on track with six wins in the last seven. What do you see for them this week against Gustavus Adolphus and Concordia? Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a big, 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 big week for for a lot of sports. I mean, the men's team, women's team, both hockeys. So, you know, just pulling for the girls to stay singly, focus on this one game and one possession at a time, take care of the basketball, um, rebound, right? So, and then obviously just trying to execute whatever Coach Hope you've got uh, going for that particular time in the game. So excited about it, man. It's, like we talked about, I think it was last week or the week before, when teams are winning, man, the buzz is always good around campus. Man. It makes people feel better. Uh, people have more pep in their steps. So it's, it's a good thing. Rod says, Coach, I have to say that after watching the men's basketball team lose to St. Scholastica and the team beating us twice in football, that I just don't like St. Scholastica anymore. Oh my goodness! Yeah, who are you telling that? Me, me, you, you and I both. So, you know, we got we, we got to stay focused on um, from the basketball standpoint, right? They got to win the next one. That one's gone, and then for us, man, that one hurts, man. Losing to them twice this year really, really, in, in two nail two nail biting games, it really hurts. But you know what? Hey, that's fuel. That's fuel for the fire, and we got to use it. We got to learn from it, and then um, when we get a chance to play them at the end of the year again, 
you know, we got to come out on we got to come out on the right side of that one. Mike says, Coach, I'd like to learn a little locker room psychology from you. Carlos Correa signed this offseason with two different teams in Major League Baseball. Both those contracts fell through, and he re-signed with the Twins. If you were in that Twins locker room, how would you feel about a guy that seemed like he wanted to play anywhere else in Minnesota but winds up staying in your locker room? <laughs> that was a good question. Uh, I mean, he got it. I'll put it to you like this. I never competed on that level, never dealt with a, a contract. I would imagine, okay, I, this, is not, this is not eighth grade uh, middle school uh, baseball where you're going to go play for the cross-rival team. Like, it's, it's a business still, too. So it's a business. It, it fell through. He's back. He's a good player. They'll they'll get over it. They, if they're winning they're winning games, they'll get over it. So so I, 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 that's my take on it. Chandler says, Coach, the Eagles losing the Super Bowl, the Phillies losing the World Series. Are the 76ers next? <laughs> well, I tell you what, um, you want to see, see some mad, some some um, some heartbroken Eagles, uh, some heartbroken Philadelphia fans. You know, we it'll be. It would be terrible if the if the Sixers got to the finals and, and didn't win it. So if we, if we can we can flip this whole thing and get the buzz going back in the city, it would be great if the Sixers can just keep plucking one at a time and get into the series and guys will get really hot. And so well, that's our, we're singly focused on the Sixers right now. So And the great Coach Taylor, words of wisdom for this week. Words of wisdom. It would have been very easy to come in and be down and, Feeling sorry for myself because the Eagles lost, but here you go. I, I got this one for 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 everybody. Surround yourself with people that have a positive outlook on any situation. There you go. That's beautiful, Coach Taylor. Thanks for joining us this week. All right. Thanks for listening.